Hello, everyone. This is G Money and Booker T. And we're part of the Black Ops team. And we're here today, like we are every week, to talk to you about another special topic. Coronavirus 2.0. How to get your paper. That's right. This episode is focused on how you can leverage all the programs out there, as well as tightening your own budget to make sure during these tight times and tough times, you have enough to see it through. Now, today we also have another guest. Our guest is Big Homie. He's another member of the Black Ops team. That's right. We're all over the country, all in different roles, black executives and black entrepreneurs, trying to do our best to contribute to our community and give back. And right now we're trying to do that in the most fundamental way, which is to each one teach one and make sure we uplift and motivate. So having said all that, let's get started. What we wanna do is go through all the different ways that you can make things better for yourself from a financial standpoint, from a federal assistance or from some of your own tools or tricks that we're gonna actually show you today. So given that, let's first start. Everybody should have got their, hopefully should have got their stimulus check. That $1,200 check plus 500 for each kid under 17, assuming you make less than $100,000 a year. Uh, first of all, realize that check is going to be reduced for your tax returns at the end of the year. Did you hear that also, Booker? Is that correct? I I did. So, um, and, and what's interesting is they weren't turned around and playing that up. That this is, in essence, is an advance. So that's the reason why it's, one, it's not a taxable event. Now, you talked about some of the uh, limitations associated with this $1,200 per adult. Um, so when you look at it from a pure income standpoint, if you're single, $99,000 or below, that's the max income that you can make. And if you're joint uh, and you don't have dependents, then it's $198,000. Now, when you look at it from an adjusted gross income standpoint, if you're a single filer, it's 75K. If you're head of household, it's 112,500. And if you're married filing jointly, it's 150,000. Now, if you have adjusted gross income that exceeds those thresholds that I just provided, your stimulus check will be reduced for by $5 for every $100 increment above whichever classification that you fall under. So, gotcha. But the bottom line is get your money. My understanding is some people haven't gotten their money yet because maybe they don't file electronically, whatever the case might be, or they didn't do their taxes in 2018 or 19. Um, so you get some delays there. But a lot of people are starting to get their stimulus checks. But remember that you're gonna treat this, this is gonna come away if you were getting a refund before, this is gonna be deducted from your refund. For example, I was talking to my daughter and she typically says she gets $1,000 back. So she gets a stimulus check. She says, Dad, I'm gonna have to pay $200 at the end of the year. I said, yes, dear, that's exactly how it's gonna work. So. Uh, that's better to get line. it sooner yeah rather than Correct. later and better I'll, to have the money right i'll say this as well uh g as it related to the the individuals that talk about the fact that they may not have received their checks yet if you go to the irs website they have implemented ways that even if you didn't file you could or if you're just someone who you know on an annual basis you don't file taxes or what have you um where you can provide your banking information in an effort to expedite you getting it 
because if you go the route of having to wait for a check, it's going to be quite a period of time before you get it. So again, I would encourage individuals to go to the IRS website and then uh, utilize some of the services that they have there to try to expedite you getting those checks in your hands. Right. Number two, unemployment. That's right. For the first time, 1099 employees, contract employees, gig employees, whatever you like to call them, can also participate in unemployment. That means they too can get that additional $600 that the Fed is giving up in the CARES Act in addition to whatever their state gives today. So make sure if you're a 1099 employee, you go get that extra money. Let's talk about number three, the SBA loan for PPP, right? The Payroll Protection Program. Again, 1099 employees are also eligible for this too. So even if you're a business of one, it's just you as a 1099 employee, you don't have any other employees. You can actually claim yourself and receive funds for two and a half months worth of your payroll, which is significant. Now that we've talked independent contractors, let's talk a little bit about those small businesses. So tell us, big homie, what was it like for your company to get a PP loan and how difficult was it? So the interesting thing is coming up to it, we were really trying to figure out what we we're going to do to maintain our workforce and how are we going to cover the, the overhead costs of running the business without, because we had already made a decision to lay off probably about 20 plus employees of the 70. And then once we got word of the PPP, um, we made the decision to say, hey, listen, this fits in our bucket. We ended up looking for approximately about a million dollars. And um, the way that the way that process went is we had to give them everything in the business, all of our financials, all the old information, probably I think it was two or three years information. Uh, they wanted to know what our headcount was. And that's important because as you execute this loan, the only way for it to be forgiven is you have to have the same headcount that you had when you got the loan. Because what they don't want you to do is take the loan, cut a bunch of people. Now you have this excess capital that you don't want to use or, or that you don't use towards the headcount. So uh, let me ask you, is that when you said the headcount has to be the same, mm -hmm. does the mix of the headcount have to be same? Great question. No, it does not. So as long as you have the hundred people, which from our perspective, that's that's how we looked at it. We looked at it and said, hey, you know what? This is a great opportunity for us to upgrade talent. So let's, let's dig deep and really analyze our business to find out if there's individuals that we can go out and find somebody that's, that's a better talent that might be able to help our business for the future. Okay, so in that scenario, you're looking at as long as we started with 100 and end with 100, we're good. Correct. And what we do in between, we might cut 20 and hire 20 different people, but those 20 different people might be in different positions. We might be shifting our business, right? The focus of our business. That's okay, because especially in this kind of time, industry you're in, right? Service uh, service people might be more valuable than salespeople. Correct, correct. So you might actually reduce 10 salespeople and add 10 service people. So even though the numbers change, the payroll doesn't have to be the same either. Correct. It's based on the headcount. So like in our scenario, our focus is how do we, how do we shrink our G&A costs? and transition some of those costs to revenue generating headcount. In a bad situation, how can we come out of it better? And how can we come out of it a more healthy company that is ready to catapult ourselves as we get out of COVID-19? Mm, gotcha. 
And then the other question I'd ask as it relates to this, did you already have a relationship with this bank? Yeah, so we use BMO, and then BMO, who we've had the longest relationship with, said, yeah, no problem, send the information over. And I believe it was on a Friday night, we ended up getting the final paperwork over at like 11.30. And within a week, we got back confirmation. Interesting. So typically, whenever programs like these arise, it is a lot about, about who you know, more so than what you know. So yes, you know that it's out there, but if you're not connected, then chances are you're gonna turn around and miss out on your slice of the pie. And as always, timing is everything. You know, when these things come about, you need to react quickly so that you don't miss out on the opportunity. I'm gonna take a second here to just give that website for the Small Business Administration loans, www.sba.gov forward slash disaster dash assistance slash coronavirus dash covid dash 19. One more time, it's www.sba.gov forward slash disaster dash assistance slash coronavirus dash covid dash 19. Now, in another update, realize the feds have just passed an additional wave of stimulus money for the SBA program for PPP. That's right. They've just passed an additional $310 billion. So hopefully those real businesses that need it, those up and down the street businesses you see every day, the convenience store, the barber shop, the nail salon, they will get those funds so they too can be in business. So let's talk about number four. Suspend your mortgage payment. If your mortgage is federally backed mortgage, that means you have a FHA, a USDA, or a VA loan. If you have one of these loans, you have a 60-day forbearance. Plus, in addition to that, you get four 30-day postponements. So that's 60 days plus four 30-day postponements. So really what you're looking at is two months on top of another four months. So a total of six months, you can potentially push any of your mortgage payments back if you have FHA, USDA, or VA loan, okay? So that's pretty important to know. You've got that, and there's a 60-day moratorium starting on foreclosures as well. So if you've got those loans, make sure you, you get your uh, mortgage payment suspended as soon as possible. Yeah, you've got some banks that are also offering three months right off the bat. Um, now, one of the things that you have to be mindful of is that when they do that, the entire amount is due at the end of three months. But you got to think about what your personal situation is. So as of right now, if you're not working uh, or if you're coming up on a situation where your unemployment benefits are running out and what have you, then this is going to be something that you're going to want to take advantage of, regardless of what you know the, the, the possibility might be at the end of the three-month period. Now, one of the things that they they try to do is that they're which is built into their process is that after the second month, they're going to give a call to the you know to the borrower in, a, in an effort to see whether or not there was anything that has changed with their particular situation. If there's nothing that's changed, then you could look at setting up a payment arrangement at the end of those three months instead of having to pay that full amount. 
or the possibility of a loan modification. These are some of the options that are out there. Or there's even the possibility of renewing the moratorium for another three months. So you want to consider these things because it's going to put you in a position where you're going to have additional cash to take care of other needs that you may have uh, related to your individual household. Great. And let's talk about option number five, suspend your rent also. Tenants living in buildings whose owners have a federally backed mortgage, that FHA, USDA, or VA, uh, cannot be evicted for failing to pay rent for 120 days. So think about that, that's four months and can't be charged penalties or fees either for non-payment. So not only can they not evict you, but they can't charge you penalties or fees during these four months if the landlord has one of those uh, federally backed mortgages we talked about earlier. First off, a lot of states have been progressive in their thinking around, first off, barring evictions at this point. What I'm gonna do right now is go through the states that have not taken that position of barring eviction, evictions during this time period. So if you're in one of these states, uh, then you are still potentially subject to being evicted if you don't pay your rent. There's only a few of them. Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, South Dakota, Ohio, Utah, Colorado, Missouri, Arkansas, Mississippi, Alabama, and Georgia. Now, in three states, Alaska, New Mexico, and Vermont, they put in place some type of partial eviction orders that, that uh, provide um, some type of protection for the renter. Um, but the rest of the states have barred evictions during this time period to try to put in as much protection for the renter as possible. So, Gotcha. Yeah, so, and also, wasn't there a, a website, uh, Booker, that people can go to? Yes, so hellolandlord.org. Again, hellolandlord.org. Now, what this service is, it's a free service that if you need to turn around and, and help get help with drafting a letter uh, to your landlord to explain your situation, that you're about to miss a payment or why you're behind in your payments, this uh, service helps draft that letter and they do it personalized. So therefore they ask you for your name, address, uh, information associated with your landlord. And then they create a form letter that you can just print off and get sent to your email. Literally doesn't even take five minutes in order to complete it. And then you could mail that off or email it however you choose to do it in an effort to communicate with your landlord. Most important thing during a time like this is communication. So you want to turn around and communicate with your landlord so that they understand what your situation is so that they can figure out how best to turn around and to work with you. Great, great information. All right, so um, I'm going to throw another one in there, and that is auto insurance. Uh, right now, and I did this last week, uh, called my auto insurance companies, whether it's State Farm, Geico, whoever you have for your auto insurance. You can call them and ask for a refund for last month. I got a refund for last month and I got a discount going forward as well. Because based on this shelter in place, I actually made a request and my auto insurance company gave me a discount for last month. Uh, like I said, a refund that I'm gonna get and I get a discount going forward. And to your point, I think that most all uh, uh, auto insurance companies are providing some type of benefit to their, uh, to their particular uh, customers. 
So the important thing is to reach out to them and see what may be available uh, for, for you individually. Yeah, and if they're not doing it, switch auto insurance companies. <laughs> That's Absolutely. <a> quick way. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. In addition to that, number seven, student loan relief. Well, you're given a 60-day forbearance, so another 60-day forbearance. For all those folks out there that have student loans, all those people that just recently graduated or graduated in the last 10 years with a student loan, you get a 60-day forbearance. And the Department of Education thinks they're actually going to extend that till the end of September. Yeah, yeah, G, you you absolutely definitely want to consider taking advantage of this because it's interest-free money by deferring these payments. That's money that goes back into your pocket to use for groceries, to use for utilities, whatever your necessities are this time period, and there's absolutely no penalty to you. That's the key thing. So if you, even if you weren't thinking about doing it, you absolutely need to think about putting this as on your acting list in order to follow up on Number eight, 401k. Now, up until the end of September, you can actually withdraw up to 100 grand of your 401k, IRA, or 403b and not receive the 10% penalty that Uncle Sam usually hits you with. Now, the key is, you have to pay this money back within three years. If you don't pay it back within three years, you're going to get hit with that 10% penalty of anything that remains on what you did not pay back. Now, remember, when, you, when we say pay it back, you're paying it back to your own account. So you're paying it back to yourself. And by doing that, you're avoiding the 10% penalty fee. But I wouldn't do this unless you're in dire straits. I would not touch your 401k money. And the way the stock market is going right now, definitely not a good time to touch that. So only use it if you're in dire straits and it's a desperate need. And I think to your point, the reason why um, this you know, should be one of your last lines of uh, defense is that you got to remember the losses that, you're, that you've sustained in your account at this point are only paper losses. It doesn't become a real loss until you liquidate your investment. And if you do it at these lower levels, then obviously that now is a permanent loss. So the idea is in time, your portfolio will recover or it should recover. That's the history of the stock market. And we would expect that although we're going through these trying times now, that that would be the same thing that's gonna happen uh, You know, once we kind of come out of this period. Now, number nine, and this is purely my opinion. And my opinion is cash is king. So if you have one of those checks for your credit card and you can get cash advance, take out cash, get the money now. If you can borrow or take out a second mortgage or a home equity mortgage on your home, do so now. Make sure you set that cash aside. Don't spend that cash on frivolous things or trivial things. Make sure you save that cash for the two basic things you need, shelter and food. That's my advice to you. Don't worry about paying off your credit cards in full. That's foolish at this time. Pay the minimum that you can and keep as much cash as you can. Because just like in prosperous times, when they can increase your credit limit, in bad times, they can decrease your credit limit or cancel your card altogether. Remember, credit card debt can be forgiven. Not having shelter or food, not so much. Right. Gee, very good point. And I, I agree wholeheartedly. And 
I'll say this because I know people are thinking about it. Know that this goes against everything that you've ever learned about credit cards. You know, they talk about uh, that is what they call quicksand debt. If you turn around and you pay the minimum, then you'll never, you know, pay the balance off. But what we're talking about here is implementing guerrilla tactics to try to assist individuals with creating a cushion for their families under strained times. So we're already amidst the strained times. And if you don't already have a cash cushion in an effort to uh, sustain your family through this, this particular pandemic, then these are some things that you can do that can help you to turn around and to build that cushion. So think about it in that light. Another helpful tool I wanted to share with you, and I believe I stole this from Fortune Money Magazine or one of those financial magazines. This is a process that help you tighten your wallet. And this is called the PERK system. It's an acronym, P-E-R-K. P for postpone, E for eliminate, R for reduce, K for keep. This is a process that will help you fine tune your spending. So first step, take all of your bills, weekly, monthly, quarterly, annually, put them on a piece of paper and actually the amount for each one of those bills total up at the bottom of the sheet. Now we're going to take this same document and next to each one, we're going to evaluate. The first one is P. Is this a bill we can postpone? These are expenses that you can put off for a period of time. For example, house remodel project, vacation, or a new car purchase. Then there's E, eliminate. These are expenses you can completely eliminate, such as a gym membership you never use, the video streaming service you never watch, or a subscription you've forgotten about. Reduce, R. Any expense that you're willing to cut back on qualifies for reduce. For example, if you order dinner every other night, there's the opportunity to do that once a week and cut back. Mark this expense as reduce. In this case, you're reducing the frequency of the expense and therefore the frequency of the spend. K for keep. Many fixed expenses such as rent, insurance, and food are necessary and should be marked keep. Hopefully, these are the ones that are must-haves in your budget. Not everything is a keep. Typically, it's shelter, food, and insurance. I hope that this helps. Please use this method as much as possible and reevaluate your spend. Remember, it's all the little things that count. It's not one big bill, but it's usually a total of a lot of smaller bills that typically add up. And if you can do this now, before you're in dire straits, it should be helpful. Key point there. And what makes it so key is because we're talking about acting while you're still in good standing. Now that's that's what makes this thing so key. Now is the time for us to be forward thinking as we look to implement our personal our own personal strategies. Um, by doing this, it allows you to have much more options available to you. And if you don't do this, if you don't apply forward thinking in implementing your personal strategy, what you tend to do is to paint yourself into a corner, thus giving you fewer options. You can't get a loan after you've turned around and you've lost your job. So while you're employed now, 
is the time for you to be thinking about these strategies, which is going to give you access to additional cash that you may or may not have had, provided you didn't have this emergency fund that we're talking about. We will get through this. I don't know when or how it will look, but we will persevere. Some of the ideas uh, that we've talked about are unconventional. It wouldn't make sense in normal times. And again, we say this, it would not make sense. We wouldn't be telling these things in normal times. However, your goal right now should be your physical and financial security. And that's what we wanted to focus on today. So we hope that this gave you some insight. Uh, Booker, you wanna add anything? Yeah, I was gonna say that, uh, as I mentioned before, I, I like to refer to these things as guerrilla tactics because we are definitely in a financial uh, war right now. We're in a, uh, a, a health crisis right now. There are a lot of things that are definitely not the norm. So you can't expect to use strategies that you would use under normal circumstances in a abnormal situation. So hopefully these things uh, you will have found some value in. We wish you well. Well, we're almost done. We've got one more thing left on the agenda, and it's really just for you. What we're looking to do is give away 50 $50 gift cards to Walmart. We know these are tough times for people, and there are some people still in need, and we'd like to offer some assistance. In order to be eligible, what we're going to ask you to do is three things. First, go on Twitter and follow us at BlackOp4748962. Again, on Twitter, that's BlackOp4748962. So the first thing is you have to follow us. The second thing you have to do is retweet our podcast on Twitter. The third thing you have to do is DM us because we can't give you the gift card if we don't know your direct information. So DM us. Those are the three things you have to do to be eligible. And from those list of folks who do that, we're going to pick 50 to give $50 gift cards to. This is one small way that we can help in this great fight. Follow us on Twitter. Friend us on Facebook under Black Ops. And you can get our podcast at Podchaser, Listen Notes, and Spotify as we exit. I'd like to turn it over to another young brother who is a writer, speaker, MC, and producer, and has helped us with our music tracks, Taji. So Taji, why don't you give them the uh, information they need to find you on your website, your social media, and SoundCloud. What do people need to type in to find you online? Taji Akib. Okay, I hope everybody got that. Taj, please take us out. Black Ops out. Everybody popping their conscious cherry. <laughs> Everybody's scary. Falling on faith of religion, praying to God, please spare me. Everybody got a theory. Now everybody wanna wake up. I guess that's what it take, yup. Whole world gotta get a shake up. Now you focus on more on shaping up and forsaking that shape up. Forsaking that makeup to make up that bank and get your cake up. Yeah, let's see how people start behaving when they know the stakes up. Hope Corona snap you out that coma. Better tighten that lace up for us a food shortage. Like grocery stores are stampeded. Won't nobody have no need for those Jordans if they can't eat it. 
jump man got his dunk punch Man down, you took a gamble, basically saying fuck lunch Hope you understand now They saying nothing more scary than a killer when you can't see it But all it took was opening eyes and see the people had been bleeding They say it feel like you underwater, but I've been heard the reason See the real disease, it was waiting for the coughing and trouble breathing You popping that conscious cherry while they stocking apothecaries with a demon semen I hide the real reason for our bereavement Everybody praying to God, overwatch you give us the treatment Label the cure, but really the next tonic to keep us dreaming we was moving when the break lights, yeah, and I heard them good and make strikes. At times I really ain't like, yeah, but we gotta fight the great fight. Yeah, but we gotta fight the great fight. It was all prognostication and prophecy So the people said it sound like a lot of me And even if it ain't, it couldn't possibly land on my lawn So let's talk about this economy Climate, what? What about this racism? What about misogyny? Is if any of that matter if that kind of society of equality never has a chance Cause nature ain't cooperating with our biology This world is heavy, bending its axis And ain't nobody thinking about the fact that this might only be practice Perhaps this was just the first wave, the easy ground Go ahead, breathe, shit, I don't know Wherever this came from could be another trick up this sleeve Newsflash, everything world powers do is part of a conspiracy but that don't mean we shouldn't take this wake-up call seriously That don't mean that ain't people out here sick, dying, broken, depressed I'm trying not to worry, but I'm like Steph Curry with these heat checks, yo Your body will fight back with survival in its reflex And as a body of human beings, I hope revival in our deep breaths We was moving when the break lights, yeah And I heard them good and make strikes At times I really ain't like, yeah But we gotta fight the great fight Yeah now you gotta dig deep to find yourself by something besides your routine Build upon your vision your whole life, now you gotta develop a new dream Hope everybody remember now that we animals too And how we got so full of our humanity that we made the whole planet a zoo But we had to get separated before we started respecting each other Needed another perspective to recognize we connected as brothers Man, perhaps we needed a resurrection of another kind of dawn of mankind But we ain't so set in our set in our colors Guess we needed a reminder what love is and the color of our blood is The only thing that matters, the more deadly the threat that's among us Or maybe that's just wishful thinking Maybe we'll go back to fishing Thinking only of our feet and ourselves Ignoring the ship to sink it Easy, observe the simple things Or maybe the madness will rap it Send it again and we'll get more distant than the tech already had us And if you're hearing us in the future Hopefully we still blooming Hopefully we living right And once again we became human we was moving when the brake lights, yeah, and I heard them good and make strikes. At times I really ain't like, yeah, but we gotta fight the brake fight. Yeah, but we gotta fight the brake fight. We was moving when no brake lights, yeah, and I heard them good and make strikes. At times I really ain't like. Yeah, but we gotta fight the great fight